Next on BYU Sports Nation, a love-hate special in Studio B. Which team not named Utah do BYU fans love to hate? Our top three lists in response to that very question, plus BYU baseball coach Mike Littlewood previews the final WCC series of the regular season. And her team just pulled off a dramatic finish to make the NCAA championships. Golf coach Kerry Roberts back for more karma. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. We are live, BYU Sports Nation broadcasting in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Wednesday, May 18th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Birds of Prey expert Jason Shepard. I have no idea why I just did that, by the way. Okay, so apparently this morning... (laughs) This is like a big story! On campus, Fox 13 News in Salt Lake City is reporting that a hawk is attacking passersby (laughs) on campus (laughs) at BYU. And so, sure enough, I'm like, okay, cue the Utah fan base in three, (laughs) two, one... And Swoop is taking over in Provo! Really? Come on, man. Come on! Can we take care of that, please, right yeah, let's, now? Let's just nip this in the bud real quick. Just do... You're the birds of prey expert? <laughs> I don't... be. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> if I... You know, I gotta... Here, I gotta... I was trying to, like, you know, pay tribute to Jerem with the top... I, I can't. I, that's got to. It's screaming at me. Just yeah, yes, thank you. I, yeah, I had to. I had to unbutton that. If, if that bird were swoop, by the way, it would sound something like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I come on. Let's just oh. on to better things. Okay. First of all, Apple TV is now a proud partner with BYU TV. You can get the app on Apple TV. I thought it was pretty ironic because yesterday. Somebody was actually asking if BYU TV was on Apple TV, and uh, the uh, BYU TV Sports uh, Twitter handle actually tweeted out, funny you should ask. <laughs> Tune into BYU Sports Find Nation tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> so to those of you watching or that will watch on Apple TV, we welcome you to BYU Sports Nation for your fix and complete access to all of BYU TV's video on-demand library. I do not have Apple TV but does this mean we get Apple TV? I don't Will know. somebody walk in and hand us an Apple TV? <laughs> you know, uh, is, that, is that a plea to the top? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I don't would, have an Apple TV. I would but love if to we watch it on did, Apple TV. Then that would be great. So, yeah, apparently you just ask Siri to find the BYU TV app. Yeah, ask Siri on Apple TV, find the BYU TV app, and, and it will find it. You can check out uh, live games past BYU sporting events, as well as Studio C. You can get your Scott Sterling fix on Apple TV, <laughs> as well as American Ride, all the stuff on, on BYU TV. Give it a go. We're happy to have Apple TV on board. Just another way to indulge in BYU Sports Nation and watch BYU baseball this Thursday. The Cougars did lose to the University of Utah last night, 8-1. to 
but they won the season series, so all good. Batcats host Santa Clara for three games starting tomorrow, live on BYU TV. Mike Littlewood, the head coach, will join us in about 15 minutes. Yeah, final series coming up this uh, this weekend. I can't believe that the uh, regular season is almost, uh, it's almost over. It's crazy. Women's softball continues to dominate the West Coast Conference Awards. BYU juniors Ashley Thompson, McKenna Bull, and Lauren Bell have been named the WCC Player of the Year, Pitcher of the Year, and Defensive Player of the Year, while head coach Gordon Gordon Eakin was named co-coach of the year. <laughs> what? What didn't they win? Yeah, they they pretty much just dominated. Holy cow! That's what happens when you win eight straight conference championships and go to the tournament for a twelfth year in a row. BYU women's basketball and New Zealand native Kalani Purcell recorded a double double: thirteen points, eleven rebounds for her national team, the Tall Ferns. As they defeated the Czech Republic 72-64, well done, Kalani. Yeah, congratulations. And after tying for fourth place at the W at the W at the NCAA Regionals in Baton Rouge, BYU golfer Leah Garner was named to the 2015-2016 All-Region Team by the Women's Golf Coach Association. Yeah, there is no fourth place finish in the West Coast Conference. They are champs of the WCC and headed to the NCAA Championships. Rise and shout! It's time for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. A love-to-hate relationship. Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports produced some Twitter gold yesterday. He said this, at Dennis Dodd CBS. Okay, let's start this over, Twitter. Your top ten most hated college football teams. Rank them in order. Go. That was after he posted the following results from a Reddit college football poll ranking the top 10 most hated college football teams. Number one was Ohio State, followed by Alabama and Michigan, Texas, Florida at number five, Auburn, Texas A&M, Florida State, South Carolina, and Baylor rounding out the top 10. So no BYU in the top ten. Does that surprise it you? It does surprise me. We're so I think we're we're so used to having BYU make lists like this. <laughs> I, I guess in a way I was kind of like offended. Like, well, why isn't BYU in there? And then I realized probably not a probably not a list you want to be on. No, you don't want to be on. Well, the thing is, like, if you are, generally it means that you've had great success because seven of these top ten teams have won national championships. Why, why is Baylor on this in the last decade? Like, I can make a case for all of these. Why Baylor? What, what? That just seems odd that Baylor's in one of these. I don't know. <sighs> on the field, off the field, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Plus, they don't play anybody in non-conference, and people love to hate weak schedules. So I think that's why Baylor makes that list. As I said, BYU not on the list, but that doesn't mean we can't take this thing one step further. As BYU fans, who would make our collective list? I love this. Roll out the Twitter question. <laughs> Which team... Not named Utah, do BYU fans love to hate the most? Our first tweet coming in from at TNCOM86, Arizona, because they're up next. Hit it! Countdown to the Wildcats. 108. Yes, Arizona is the next opponent. <laughs> 108 days away, but let's take off the coach's cap. For just a moment, please. Okay, I appreciate the tweet from Tiankum86 because, yeah, they're next. But we don't have – we are fans. We are media members. We don't have to take the coaches or players angle and be like, well, I hate Arizona the most right now because there are other storylines involved. Okay, so, Jason, if yes. you had to compile a list. And we've opened it up. I know this was college football specifically by Dennis Todd, but we have opened it up to any sport, any team – 
for all BYU fans. So who makes your top three list of teams you love to hate the most? See, and this <laughs> we could have expanded top three to top five, top ten, but we narrowed top this. Top 40? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, for me, number one, and again, not named Utah because we just assume everyone's number one is Utah. For me, the number one team would be Boise State. Really? Boise State. One. Number one. Because... BYU's had an issue beating them overall. Now, obviously, they, they beat them last time. This game in Provo. Mm-hmm. Very dramatic fashion, by the way. But Boise State has had BYU's number. Plus, Boise State has done something that BYU has not. And that BYU hopes to do. And that's... You now, the, BC, the BCS is gone, obviously. You had to go but there. But it's, it's, it's there. When the BCS was around, they were able to get to a BCS bowl game and win a BCS bowl Three game. times. Something that BYU had not done. And let's be honest. A lot of this boils down to how annoying their fan bases are. <laughs> Boise State fans are super annoying. Okay, who else makes your list then if Boise State's number one? Utah State would be number two. Here's the deal. It's, you know, we understand that, that you beat BYU the last time you were in Provo. We understand that. Here's the deal. This is kind of like, I, I kind of equate this to like new money. You know, somebody that didn't have any money then gets a lot of money and then acts like they've always had money? That's kind of the way I look at this. <laughs> you know, y- you've been good recently and great. That's awesome for your program. Uh, okay. But so it's, a, it's a recent thing. Boise State, Utah State. And then, and then for three for me, I'm going Gonzaga. I'm going on the basketball side. Why do you hate Gonzaga? I know a lot of people, oh, we respect Gonzaga. I, do, I, I don't like Gonzaga. Okay. Yes, BYU has been able to beat them in the regular season. Beat them in Spokane. But they have taken care of BYU in the WCC tournament and caused BYU angst. <laughs> and let's not forget that's the game. Angst. That's, let's not is forget the buzzword. That's the game that Kyle Collinsworth had his injury. Okay, for me, it's, let's, let's start with basketball, okay? It's St. Mary's. Going back to the Dell of a Dagger, the fights that Eric Mika has had. There's just something. The perfect villain coach is Randy Bennett because he is good and he succeeds at a very small college in Moraga. And he's channeled like this offshore recruiting program to New Zealand and Australia. And he puts guys in the NBA. You know, when you think about a team like, oh, man, those guys are punks. That's <laughs> what I thought of for the longest time about St. Mary's since BYU would face off with them. So they are number one. I think they're way more of a rival than Gonzaga is because of the moments, the rivalry moments that BYU you has had. You had to bring up the Dell of a Dagger. Of course! That factors into the why I, I put St. Mary's at number one. Okay, Number two for me is Boise State. And it's because... The blue turf? Yes. I just... <laughs> playing up there and they, the way that they play and dominate up there, it's annoying. You just want to go in there and win, and BYU hasn't been able to do that. They've been close. 2004, 28-27. Matt Payne misses a field goal. Okay? 7-6 game in 2012. The BYU defense gives up zero points to the Boise State offense. Can't win on the blue. And they let you know about it. Oh, do they let you know about it. Oh, has BYU ever been to a major college bowl game? They're right, though, so it's super annoying. <laughs> Don't you hate it when they're right? Yes. Number three for me, and you, you bring up the, the team that has some new money, like that just came into some wealth, the Memphis Tigers, 
are driving me bonkers right now. Okay? This whole Big 12 expansion thing. Hey, we beat BYU in the Miami Beach Bowl, and then the whole brawl, and the fact that I got my wallet and phone stolen in Miami doesn't make this any better. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Miami. What is it with Great. you and Jerem losing wallets? I don't know. Okay? But Memphis, can we just talk about the fact that so they, the, Memphis jumps over all these other schools? They have taken a full-on assault against BYU in Big 12 expansion <laughs> because they won head-to-head. And because, oh, well, we had Paxton Lynch, and he was a first-round draft pick. Great. What did you do before Paxton Lynch? What did you do before the last two winning seasons? Let's take a look, shall we? 2013, 3-9. Uh, before that, 4-8, 2-10. 1-11 in 2010. 2-10. 6-7. They had a 2-10 and season in 06. They did nothing for a decade, and now all of a sudden, like, we're awesome, we belong, BYU, we beat BYU. Stop it. Just stop it. They're number three for me. Okay, so we've done our top three. Do you have, like, an honorable mention? This goes back to my student days at BYU. <laughs> UNLV, playing basketball in the, in the Mountain West Conference Tournament and having Rebels. to play in the Thomas and Mc- Oh, please. <laughs> like... Ugh, poison to my ears. I just, ah, I can't. Oh yeah, honorable mention. Not in the same conference anymore, but that one will always hang with me. See, if I had an honorable mention, I would probably go with TCU. Now, back in the day, maybe BYU struggled with TCU. That that was a team that just consistently could not beat. Plus. There's just something about Gary Patterson that just rubs me the wrong way. Pulling up his pants. I, just constantly pulling up his pants. I, 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 I just don't like Gary Patterson. And now that he's like anti, he and his school are anti Big 12 expansion. I don't know. I just, TCU is an honorable mention. Use the hashtag BYUS and join BYU Sports Nation. What team do you love to hate the most? Not named Utah. At Laser Sheep says between the Dairy Utes, oh goodness, <laughs> Utah State, and the Donkey Utes, all right, Boise State, it's a toss up, but I'll lean toward in state, Utah State. Coming up, a man who just experienced a rivalry game, Mike Littlewood of BYU Baseball, the head coach back in Studio B as he prepares for what we're calling the most important WCC series of the season. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Big news today. BYU TV is now on Apple TV. You can watch BYU TV live and on demand in full high definition. Now you can get your BYU Sports Nation fix and uh, complete access to BYU TV's video on demand library uh, whenever you want on the new BYU TV app. When you're on your Apple TV, ask Siri to find the BYU TV app and download the app. So let's see, Jason. Uh, Is BYU TV on Apple TV now? Uh, it is indeed. Is BYU TV on Roku? Uh, it is. Okay. Is BYU TV on Xbox? It is. All righty then. We could go on and on <laughs> and on. You have zero reason or excuse not to indulge in BYU TV. Period. We are everywhere. <laughs> not only are we in, what, 60 million homes on DirecTV and satellites, G- everything? Give or take. Give or take. That's nationwide. Yeah. That's just nationwide. Which team, not named Utah, do BYU fans love to hate the most? That is our Twitter question today. Everybody has an opinion. At JasonDC41 says this. Right now, Texas, expand already. <laughs> See, I can't hate Texas. And I say this in all seriousness. We kind of own Texas. 
for the most part. How awesome, by the way, does in it head, sound in when head, you say In head-to-head competition, like <laughs> football, okay, the last time we played in basketball, we won that game. Okay, BYU won that game. Uh, how about volleyball? Yep. Beat them in the Final Four. Like, So I don't hate them, but if they are blocking Big 12 They expansion. do kind of control a little bit of our destiny. <laughs> Whatever. Let's ask the question to our first in-studio guest today, Mike Littlewood, head baseball coach of the BYU Cougars, who are 34-15 and 15 and positioning for perhaps a championship run in the final week of West Coast Conference play. Mike, welcome to Studio B. Thanks. Looking good, sharp good as to be always. Here. Good to be here. Which, which team not named Utah, and you played them last night, do you love to hate the most? You know, I heard you when I was driving in, and immediately I thought, I, I hate every single team we're playing against. <laughs> and I really do. I mean, I have bad thoughts against teams we're, we're playing in the other dugout. And, and, it, and it's not, probably not normal. Uh, <laughs> but then when they're not playing us, hey, I'm, I'm good with them. I want Utah to win. I mean, I really do. I want their baseball program to succeed and do well. But, man, I, I sure hate them when they're, when they're playing us. Uh, and it, it's like Santa Clara. I'm, Starting tomorrow at 6 o'clock, I'm going to hate them too for, for three days. <laughs> uh, that competitiveness, you know, you just uh, at all costs win and just do whatever you can and hate the other team and then, hey, pat them on the butt and let them get out of here. Hey, thanks for letting us kick your behind. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're really excited to hear this story because we don't know where you're going with this, but we had talked earlier in the show about a, a hawk on campus that is causing some We'll use the word of the day, some angst. Some angst. <laughs> with with uh, BYU students. And you said you actually have a story about yeah. the hawk on campus. We do. It was down in St. George. It wasn't a hawk. Not this not this particular, but it reminded me of, of an experience. Uh, for about two weeks, at Dixie, we had to park on the road and, and walk about 75 feet to get into our offices, uh, which were in the old gym at, at, uh, in St. George. And there was like four or five blackbirds that were sitting right above the, in the trees right above and you would walk that 75 feet and they would just dive and attack you <laughs> what in the world so so we would have to like throw food over our hair <laughs> let them let them go down and get the food and sprint in <laughs> sprint into the offices it was it was pretty amazing and it, that was my upper campus office and we had one at the baseball field so i just stopped going to the upper campus office <laughs> they would come down and swoop you and you'd have to duck and it, it was pretty exciting for for about two weeks i don't even know what happened to them <laughs> So and thus the horror movie. Not, birds. not uncommon to yes. have an, an, a bird attacking people on campuses. Came to real life. Goodness. Yeah. I, I jokingly said, can we get Mike Rucker somewhere? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it's against some federal law to uh, being a hawk with a baseball. Or Where's whatever. Randy Johnson? But can, yeah, we, we go. can we brush him back a little bit? Yeah. You know? Just go high and tight one yeah. time. Some chin <laughs> music. Get out of here. <laughs> That's really good stuff. We're with BYU baseball Pete coach Mike Littlewood. <laughs> Discussed uh, brushing back hawk and diving birds and which teams we love to hate. Okay, get the good stuff out of the way. Now for the actual baseball. Last night, an 8-1 to loss to Utah. And on the surface, it's like, ugh, BYU lost to Utah. You won the series, hate losing to Utah. But there are more important things at stake this week. Let's just take it for what it is. Like the West Coast Conference title greater than beating Utah out of conference a third time. Well, you know, and that's kind of the approach, just what you said in encapsulates what what our attitude was last night that's what I felt like I mean we want to win we we it's interesting we I've talked to people so many people about our pitching and what the injuries have done and how it has moved guys out of different roles and into new roles and Easton Walker started for us last night did did a good job uh went three and two-thirds um but that's you know that's not Easton's role on our team it wasn't when we started the season and so with you know 
Kendall Moats going down and, and Maverick Buffalo going down and Connor Williams going down and, and uh, Hayden Rogers going down, although we do have Connor back. It's just kind of put guys that were supposed to be role players for us into big, have bigger roles. And, you know, last night was just, I wasn't going to throw Tiempo if we didn't have to. I wasn't going to throw Gates. And when we got down 4-0 and 4-1, I thought, let's just, let's just hang tight. This is doable with our team. You know, there's going to be an inning we're going to put up three or four runs. But Utah made pitches. They made plays. I mean, they made – I kept saying, hey, they're diving all over the place and throwing guys out. They played great, and I sit in the dugout. I'm like, hey, let's just keep making them make great plays. They did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, maybe I should have said, you know, let's just hit it where they're not. And, and <laughs> that would have helped more. But uh, they made great plays. The shortstop made some incredible plays last night. They deserved to win. Uh, you know, but, but on the, the silver lining is we're, we're fully staffed, ready to go on our pitching staff for this weekend. Well, speaking, you mentioned shortstop and uh, new roles. Your shortstop, Hayden Nielsen, you put him on the mound last Did night. Did he beg you to do this at some point? <laughs> no, Hayden's been throwing bullpens every week. Uh, Jason can attest to this. He's been throwing bullpens just in, just in case we need him. And when we saw some pitchers go down, then, then we were really kind of on it. Schneeman can throw a little bit too. They were both high school pitchers. Um, but it's not obviously not the role. He's not going to go in and close a game for us. But he could chew up some innings here or there, um, and and that's what he did. He did what he needed to do. He chewed up an inning, and then Zach Brinkerhoff came in in the last inning and, and got us an inning. It's better than having to throw Keaton Senatiempo in there, who threw five innings on Saturday, uh, or or Connor Williams, who we want totally fresh. Uh, just to, you know, if it was if it was four four, then I or five four for one of the teams, I probably would have done things differently. But I wasn't going to throw guys in there that we're going to use this week, this weekend, um, if if we didn't have a chance to win. So the, you know that's the bottom line. You save some arms for the Santa Clara series, which rounds out the West Coast Conference regular season. And uh, now that the Broncos are the most hated team uh, in <laughs> tomorrow your at mind, six, start, they starting yeah. tomorrow at six <laughs> o'clock. How do you approach this series? What do they What do they bring to Provo, and what kind of anticipation and feeling do you, is there in the in the locker room right now for you and your team? Well, Coach O'Brien, Dan O'Brien, has uh, always has his teams ready to play. They play at a high level. They've got great energy. Um, you can't be fooled by Santa Clara's record. That's the one thing. They they play everybody tough. Um, unlike maybe Portland, who's who struggled a little bit and they can get blown out here and there. Uh, Santa Clara really pitches it. They've they've got three really good starting pitchers, and with you know ERAs around three 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 four, and we'll see a left hander on Saturday. But they'll really pitch it. Um, and their offense can be, you know, if, if you make mistakes, their offense can be pretty volatile. But um, I think if we stay with our game plan, um, just kind of execute what we're doing, I think we'll be fine. But we're going to have to put up some runs against good pitchers this weekend for sure. You know, there have been a lot of things about this season that have been the best since joining the West Coast Conference. And that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. As you know, Coach, BYU baseball's 34 wins are the most since joining the West Coast Conference. Team had 32 back in 2013. Um, Season's not over yet. Yeah, and it's not, not even over. Not over yet, yeah. Well, um, you know, that's the, that's the, the uh, object that when we start, try to win as many games as you possibly can. And our first year, we won 32 games. It's got a, a similar feel. Guys just go out there. They believe they can win. Uh, there's a lot of confidence. And even after an 8-1 loss, you know, maybe – the team we had in 2013, uh, when we struggled a little bit, would would we would lose eight one, and that would ruin us for a couple of weeks. This is a, this is a different team. I mean, we feel like um, we've already put this behind us. We'll have a good practice 
here in about an hour and, and go to work uh, Thursday through Saturday. It, it feels good. I mean, and we have to put up there's, – there's, the, uh, there's Chance with his, his gait. We call it the step and drag, step and drag. <laughs> <laughs> He'll step with his right and drag his left because he's hurt. But uh, uh, anyway, it, it feels good. I mean, it feels good just to believe that we can go out there every day and, and win ball games. 34 and 15 right now, and you've mentioned that, you know, those three special letters that we talk about so often between basketball and uh, baseball, RPI. Where do you feel like you need to be when this series is over with Santa Clara to feel good about your at-large chances to make an NCAA regional? Because you're floating around low to mid-40s, up into the low 50s at times. What, where do you feel like you need to be? I feel like we have to be right around 40. I mean, I, I really do. Um, and I don't know, you know, who knows what, what goes on with the committee behind closed doors we've we've had presentations on rpi and we build our schedule so it's rpi friendly just like this i mean this this season worked out great for us with sanford and st louis having good years and um so you know and and playing kansas on the road and sweeping them even though they're the bottom of the uh, the big 12 it's it's been good for us just to to have that schedule and and start off so well but i think we're going to have to be right around 40 and i i really believe that we'll First of all, I think, and this may be a question you're going to ask, I think the West Coast Conference should get three teams in this year. I mean, okay. I feel like we're regional worthy. Uh, we have to finish strong. I feel like Santa, uh, St. Mary's is, is uh, regional worthy, and Gonzaga's playing really well, and, and they're regional worthy. Um, just kind of looking at everybody and who we played, and will we get that? I don't know. I mean, sometimes people think, well, you always think your conference is better than it is. Last year, I thought we were probably one team. This year, I think we're three. Um, so it's not, it's not always fair, but I know if we finish strong, we're going to have a better chance. I know you've mentioned that the rotation, obviously, Mike Rucker is going to be your starter Thursday. Um, Riley Gates will be the Friday starter. Do you, in, at one point during the week, Saturday was to be determined. Do you have a feel where that's going? I think probably Connor Williams, uh, since we didn't use him last night. I, th- I think that's kind of how we'll go. But it, it kind of all depends on Keaton Senatiempo can start for us. He's, he was a starter in high school, and, and last Saturday he, he threw five innings and and through great his freshman year he started on on uh, midweek starts and so it will probably be connor if he is if he's feeling really good we're hoping to get jordan wood back we didn't didn't even mention him he went out with a forearm injury a couple weeks ago um so you might see coach herring out there throwing uh <laughs> if we can find find some eligibility for him you never know so. <laughs> or daniel schneeman something maybe. schneeman there. yeah schneeman can run it up there a little bit we talked about scoreboard watching uh yesterday um with hayden rogers in studio and when it comes down to the final week it's just part of what baseball is when you're trying to determine seeding for the approaching West Coast Conference tournament and a potential regular season championship. BYU one game back of Gonzaga right now. Do you feel like this team, like, does your team feel the urgency like, hey, we need to sweep if we want to win the West Coast Conference? Oh, clearly, yeah. We will have to sweep. Um, St. Mary's plays at Portland. They're going to sweep them. I mean, that's just how you have to figure that. Um, and the West Coast Conference actually came out with a, um, one scenario where BYU could not get in the tournament, and that's if USD sweeps Gonzaga, if Santa Clara sweeps BYU, and Pepperdine loses two out of three at home. If that happens, BYU out. Um, Whoa. We don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. Um, yeah, that's like worst-case scenario so, there. <laughs> as a coach, you're like, do, you know, doomsday, oh, that could happen, that could happen, we have to win this game, and that's just the, that's just the way I think. But, um, you know, we, we have to sweep. If, if, we're all t- if we all have the same record, it's co-champs, yeah, but it's for seeding. It doesn't matter who we play, and I'm being totally serious about that. It just really doesn't matter because you're going to face a good pitcher. You're going to face a top three-round pitcher, in, in my estimation, 
Pepperdine, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, and us will have top three to four round starting pitchers on the mound. So it's going to be an interesting first day of that West Coast Conference tournament if BYU is in that tournament. Looking forward to it. BYU and Santa Clara tomorrow on BYU TV and BYU Radio, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, Mike Little with us in Studio B, and, and I wanted to say this as you walk out. The last time we did a stat of the day with you on the show in studio, it was about how you had never beaten San Diego. And so we owed it to you to make this a positive one. 34 wins this season. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, good luck against Santa Clara. Let's get some BYU Sports Nation I'll karma take on it. your let's way go. out, man. Yeah. The karma's been really good over the last week. We'll talk about that. I want some of Kerry Roberts karma. Yeah, see, and that's <laughs> yes, what it's about. Yeah. That's what it's about. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the aforementioned Kerry Roberts demanded that she come back on the show. Why did she feel like she needed to be on the show as the Cougars head to the NCAA Championships? This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We welcome you back in Radio Vision to Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We just had a BYU baseball head coach Mike Littlewood in studio talking about uh, the loss last night to uh, the University of Utah, but uh, the baseball team will wrap up the regular season to begin a three-game series against Santa Clara tomorrow at Miller Park. First pitch is at 8 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Sweep Santa Clara most hated team (laughs) according to mike littlewood and you have a shot a shot at a what seems most likely would be a co-championship scenario yeah and but as he said and he's he's mentioned this a couple of times and it's not just lip service they really because of regardless of who they play they're going to face a great day one pitcher getting the number one seed and winning the regular season it really isn't that big now if they get it great but it's really not something that if they don't, like, the season's lost. They know they're going to be facing a good pitcher regardless. So they just want to be playing their best heading into the tournament. It's just one of those goals, you know, win the West Coast yeah. Conference. But, they, but Hayden Rogers mentioned yesterday the goal was to win the West Coast Conference tournament yeah. before it was to win the regular season. So there you go. BYU has a chance to win the regular season, depending on what they do against Santa Clara. Joining us now from the airport – on the way to Eugene for Nationals and the NCAA Championships is the head golf coach of the WCC champion BYU Cougars, Kerry Roberts. Kerry, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Now, I understand you demanded to make a return <laughs> to the show. What is this all about? Demanded. Hey, well, we need some of that karma, right? <laughs> Are you a firm believer? I mean, think about the last I'm, week. I'm a firm believer. Think about who's been on. It's been incredible. Absolutely. Between Gordy Bravo and her conference clinching uh, RBI in 12 innings and then women's golf, of course, with that dramatic finish on the 18th and the regionals, as well as Ashley Thompson of softball, who was the uh, WCC Player of the Year yesterday. So there you go. There you go. We even had Mike Littlewood. Yeah, amp, amp it up for us. That's right. We even had Mike Littlewood in studio, and he was like, I want some of that Kerry Roberts karma. <laughs> He's hoping he can get some of that for the baseball team. Yeah, we're happy to share. We'll take it. Okay, as the West Coast Conference champions for the first time and a regional qualifier, what are your expectations for your team as you head to the NCAA championships? I want to compete. You know, I expect us to compete. We we feel we can get into that eight, um, you know, get us into match play, and then everything's level after that. Match play is so tricky. 
you know, and so it levels the field. So we're excited. We're, we expect to compete, uh, get into that. Uh, first, we got to get into the 15, and then it cuts it to eight. So there's a couple cuts going on. Um, but we expect to get into eight and be able to compete at match play. So just to recap on what you want to do, it's, it's about making the group of 15 first and then from 15 to eight to, to extend your chances, correct? That's, yeah, that's right. They, they cut it at, after three rounds, they cut it to 15. And then they play one more round, cut it to eight, and then those eight duke it out for match play. How surprised are you about the attention that the no Sunday play story has received? To be honest, I'm I'm uh, really surprised that it's received this much attention. Um, we're doing a ton of interviews, and really, I think it's just the unknown. You know, it's never happened before, um, and it's just such a unique situation that we've received a lot of attention. And it's actually, I think, it's actually a really cool thing that. You think about it. Who's everybody talking about? BYU women's golf. So um, it is surprising, but it's awesome, too, at the same time. Follower on Twitter at Carrie M. Roberts. Carrie Roberts, the golf coach of the West Coast Conference champions, is with us on BYU Sports Nation. They are headed to the NCAA championships in Eugene. Have you exceeded expectations by winning the West Coast Conference and getting to the final round of competition in the championships? You know, I don't think we've exceeded expectations. That's what we expected. We knew we'd be good. We wanted to win conference. We knew we could. Um, and, we, and, you know, it was a goal from, from the get-go to get to national. So I don't think we've exceeded expectations. We've reached our expectations. And, you know, we've just got to keep playing well and see what else we can do. Fully realizing that there's still a lot of work to do this year, what kind of team will you be bringing back next season? Well, uh we uh, just had a couple recruits uh, take state, so that's kind of exciting, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. So not to mention names. I don't know if I can mention – I can't mention names or anything. But, um, but I mean, we returned four of our five starters. So, I mean, we're going to be solid. And then we've got people um, in reserves that are ready to go that I think could make us even better than we were this year. It's really exciting to see what we've got coming. What do you attribute to the kind of – uh, I don't know, for lack of a better term, meteoric rise of this program. It's it's happened, it seems like, really fast. So what do you attribute that to? Yeah, I think it's happened fast to everybody else, but we've seen us grow. We've seen us grow every year. We've seen us get better every year. But it's just an increase of talent, and and uh, really, I mean, we, we have the same girls that we've had for a while except Rose. Rose is kind of our newcomer. And, and you know, when you have a freshman average 72, it changes things. And uh, but everybody else has to play well. You know, golf is the ultimate team sport. You got to count four scores. You know, out of five girls for three days. So it. You know, everybody's gotten better. Um, I mean, Kendra's been here a long time. Brooke, Leah, Alex. They've all been here a long time. They've all gotten better. And then you add Rose to the equation, and boom, we're just a talented, talented bunch. You mentioned a moment ago that the the no Sunday play story, you know, hey, people are at least talking about, you know, BYU women's golf and and not just because of that story, but you know, because of what you guys have been able to do this year when when other teams, other coaches talk to you about your program, what do they say? Oh, they they just love it. They're just like, "We're so impressed with your program. Like, congratulations. You guys are tough." I mean, we've impressed a lot of people and it's really fun to hear everyone's rooting for us. It's 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 exciting. And uh, they're impressed with what we've got going on, and and we're kind of you know we're excited to show it on the on the big stage, you know exactly who we are. So it's, it's exciting. How do you stack up against the competition that you will see at the NCAA championships in terms of prestige and whatnot? You know, just like with any national championship, it's tough, right? I mean, it's the best of the best. 
So we got to be our best. And but that's what you want. You want to compete against the best, and you hope they play well, and you play well, and you know, and kind of see where you stack up. So just like any, you know, national championship, it's going to be tough, and and we're excited to to see what we can do. Kerry Roberts, BYU women's golf coach, WCC champions, joining us from the airport as her team gets ready for NCAA's the championships in Eugene. Which team? This is our Twitter question today, and Mike Littlewood gave us a classic answer. We asked, "Which <laughs> team do you love?" to hate as a BYU fan. He said, any team I'm playing against, I hate. Once we're done playing against them, I'm cool. So where do you stand on that topic? (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. I'd say anybody who's hosting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You you know, you want to beat the home team on their home course. You know, nothing's better than beating the home home, home, uh, team on their home course. You know, I mean, that just kind of rubs it in a little bit. To me, that's my favorite thing of all time. Kerry, let's give you officially again some BYU Sports Nation karma for you and your team as uh, you hit the NCAA championships. Great to talk to you. Have uh, safe travels to and from, and we'll be watching close. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us on, guys. Kerry Roberts on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Now, that no Sunday play situation has exploded, and that's good. And I I agree with what you said. It's good to be talked about. Whether people are like, eh, it's kind of... It's just good to be talked about. That's right. Anytime you have the opportunity to be a topic of discussion, that's a good thing. Which team not named Utah do BYU fans love to hate the most? Some of your responses plus a love-hate would-you-rather. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jason Shepard live from Studio B. Remember, if you miss an episode of the show live, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern, which you can, by the way... Now see via Apple TV. Absolutely. You can watch BYU TV live, on demand, in full, high definition. Get your BYU Sports Nation fix and complete access to BYU TV's video on demand library whenever you want. If you're on Apple TV, ask Siri, find the BYU TV app, download the app, and you can enjoy it. Hey, I want to watch the Houston-BYU game from 2013 when the Cougars won 47-46. Okay, you can. Via BYU TV. Such a good game. Now on Apple. Yes, on it, Apple my TV. My heart couldn't take much more, but, man, that was fun to see that much offense. Which team not named Utah do BYU fans love to hate the most? At Justin R. Huff says, St. Mary's still not over the Delavadova dagger, or the Delava dagger, from half court. Nobody will, with, The thing is, like, if you were there for that game, if you experienced that game live, I don't think BYU fans will ever get over that i just remember thinking oh there's no time for them to do it byu's got this what (laughs) what just happened yeah i was sitting in an edit bay in palm springs california thinking of the same thing tyler haas hits clutch shot yes like finally yeah we finally beat by or we finally beat saint mary's splash and then i was like you know what I'm going to try and be professional for this uh, last sportscast I have of the night, but I'm really not happy. That stupid mouthpiece. <laughs> Him and Waldo, Brad Waldo. What, what is it with those guys? Uh, I want to do something that we haven't done in a while. And uh, it's in, because we're doing a love-hate theme show today, I think this is the perfect, the perfect thing to do today. Let's play Would You Rather. It's Would You Rather on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, a love-hate edition, as I mentioned, and here's how it works. The Voice, Ben Bagley, will throw out a scenario. Jason and I will have to pick one or the other, whether we love it or hate it. So, let's play Would You Rather. Number one, 
Before I start, I would like to throw a disclaimer. I am very proud of this one. This is the most diabolical would you rather we've ever done. <laughs> so, number one, would you rather beat Boise State in football yes. or sweep Gonzaga in hoops regular season play? Okay. Jason, you want to take the honors? In both is not an answer, right? No, uh, both I'll, is not an answer. <laughs> I'm going to say beat Boise State in football. I, I, I think... Yeah, I'm going to go Boise State in football simply because they're my number one team that I love to hate outside of Utah. So I, I, I've got to go that direction. I don't hate Gonzaga, but I still am able to put on the wide-angle lens and see the value of what these two things would bring. BYU is an 11.5-point underdog on the blue in Boise. So if they lose that game... Technically, the experts say, well, they're not supposed to win that game. Sweeping Gonzaga, however, in the Hoops regular season gives BYU, in my mind, if they do that, they will be the West Coast Conference champions for the first time ever. So I would rather sweep Gonzaga because it probably means BYU wins the West Coast Conference. Number two. Just getting warmed up here. Would you rather beat Utah in football yes. or Gonzaga in the WCC oh. tourney final? Oh. Uh, I mean, let's let, I mean, if you say anything other than beat Utah in football, I think you're crazy. It has to be. As much as beating Gonzaga in the tournament would be great for the first It's got to be beat Utah in football Ugh. all the time. I'm, I'm split down the middle on this one for sure. This, I debate. hate this. I hate this, by the way. Or do you love it? Because. <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. Because BYU has never beaten Gonzaga to win a West Coast Conference championship, and it 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 carries the auto bid to the NCAA tournament. Like I'm beating so Utah, in you beating right Utah in football does not define the season. No, whereas, it doesn't. Whereas beating it takes Go- the pressure off. beating Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference tournament <laughs> final in a way does define the season because it hits one of those main goals for BYU to get to the NCAA tournament. There's just more on the line. Great analogy, but it's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I completely understand where you're coming from, and you're wrong. I want both, but yeah, I'd go 51%. Gonzaga beat them in the hoops hoops tournament final in the Gonzaga Invitational, as Jaron would call it. 49% beat Utah in football, just because of the dynamic of what it means for the whole season. Number three. And this one is just pure evil. Would you rather invite Matthew Delavadova or Brian Sweet to dinner? <laughs> you want to take this one first? Remind the, Okay, let's remind the people who Brian Sweet is. Remember how Taysom Hill got injured and had his season ended twice against Utah State? <laughs> Remember how it happened against the same player from Utah State? Who is, by the way, named Brian Sweet? Or Matthew Delavadova? You want that mouthpiece hanging out in your <laughs> dining room? Hey, let me, sorry, let me take this out. Oh, yeah, this chicken is delicious. I'd still have to go with the mouthpiece in Della Vadova. I don't think I could be cool with Brian Sweet. I just, I just couldn't do it, you know? Like, I would invite Della Vadova and be like, hey, just, let's, I just asked him questions about LeBron because he's playing for the Cavs now. <laughs> That's right. Let's talk about LeBron the whole time. If you mention the Della Dagger, I'm going to throw you out the window. <laughs> But I would I would go with Matthew Dovedo. Yeah, you? I mean this this is just a, this to let you know a little bit about me. Uh, I would invite Matthew Delavadova over because I have an unhealthy love for Australian accents. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I would love to have an Australian accent. You want him to come to dinner? So I I would just listen to him talk. 
Uh, so, yeah, I'm inviting Matthew Delavadova over. Is Brian Sweet public enemy number one for BYU right now? Because of what happened? Twice. Twice. No, again, we don't think. Of course he didn't do it on purpose. But, no, but still. But of course. It's just like the, the karma involved with that. Get out of here. Number four. Let's end on a high or maybe a low note here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Would you rather have family game night with the Myers or the Christophias? <laughs> oh. Hey, Urban, oh. come on in. Or let Coach ADK, Larry. Yeah, okay, you go first, Jason. Which one are you inviting over for a game night? <laughs> we all want to know what game we're playing, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I'm telling you. I, I would invite Kraskoviak over. Really? Yeah, I, I, I despise Urban Meyer. Why? I, he was at Utah, I felt like, for like two years. Yeah, I know. But everything he did while there, it changed the game. Okay. And here's the thing. I would invite Kraskoviak over, and in my bathroom, there would be Ohio State urinal cakes. <laughs> would you invite him over because if, you were, if he were losing? It's, it's the lesser of two evils. If it became unsafe, he would just get up and leave? Well, here's the thing. I would make sure that there were handrails <laughs> on all of my stairs. Uh, that we were wearing hard hats as we walked through the house. Oh. But yeah, I, I'm not. Urban Meyer is not stepping foot in my home. Wow, it carries on. Oh, it will always carry. What, I on. mean, when did he go to Florida? 2005. 2006. After the 2004 yes. season. Oh, the 04 season. So he started at Florida in 05. He started the team down south. <laughs> Like, all of the stuff that has been taken, like, to next level taunting started with Urban Meyer. Oh, yeah. I, I would invite Urban Meyer over. I would. I'd rather have a family game night with him because, <laughs> because of his national championship pedigree. I, I, while I don't like what he did in kind of shaping BYU in the minds of his players and developing that rivalry, I respect what he has done on a national level at Ohio State and Florida. I mean, he's won multiple national championships. What has Coach ADK won? Not an NCAA tournament game against Gonzaga, I can tell you that much. <laughs> so I would, I would invite the Myers over. Yeah. It's terrible. Like, I don't like doing this. What would this you is, feed the Myers? It feels wrong. What would I feed them? Well, it's game night. So what, what game would you play? Like you, are you playing like Twister? <laughs> no. Apples to apples, maybe? Uh, yeah, maybe apples to apples. Some yeah. Jenga? Scategories. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uno. <laughs> it's just... The, the possibilities are endless with the game night for either of those head coaches. That was that was diabolical, Ben. Straight up, good that, stuff though. That was, there was not one easy one in that whole batch. Like, oh no, the man. easy one was playing Utah or beating Utah in football. Oh, are you kidding me? Yes, you'd pass up an NCAA auto bid beating Gonzaga in the tournament in Vegas in front of the Gonzaga fan base. To beat Utah in the regular season in game number two? Yes, but not twice on Sunday because we don't play on Sunday. <laughs> oh. oh, I just feel like I need to take a bath after some of those questions. <laughs> Good grief. Up next, the Cougar Whip Around, including what BYU women's basketball star Kalani Purcell did for her native New Zealand national team. Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Jason, what should we do? What it's it? time for the Cougar Whip Around. Baseball. 
BYU baseball suffered a loss to the University of Utah with a final score of 8-1. to one. The Cougars still won the season series two games to one. The Batcats will host Santa Clara in a West Coast Conference regular season finale series starting tomorrow on BYU TV 8 Eastern. Softball. The Cougars have five players on the all-WCC first team more than any other school, included was shortstop Lauren Bell, who was also named Defensive Player of the Year, senior outfielder Gordy Bravo, sophomore Alexa Strid, WCC Pitcher of the Year McKenna Bull, and Player of the Year Ashley Thompson. Also, freshman catcher Libby Sugg was named to the all-WCC second team. Oh, and Men's basketball. You're, okay, you're, yes, uh, head coach. Uh, th- th- I needed to scroll down just a little bit more. Head coach Gordon Eakin was also named WCC Co-Coach of the Year. Now to basketball. Zach Selyus, the freshman guard, leaves on his two-year mission to serve the people in the Iowa-Des Moines mission. Women's basketball. BYU women's basketball and New Zealand native Kalani Purcell recorded a double-double with 13 points and 11 rebounds for her national team, the Tall Ferns, as they defeat the Czech Republic by a final score of 72-64. to Golf. Patrick Fishburn competing at the NCAA Regionals right now after two rounds. He was tied for 54th place. He is plus 16 overall through four holes today, plus one on his round today. And after tying for fourth place at the NCAA Regionals in Baton Rouge, BYU golfer Leah Garner was named to the 2015-2016 All-Region Team by the Women's Golf Coach Association. Congratulations to Leah. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Who deserves the Rise and Shout today? Ooh. Uh, how about, should we give it to, to Carrie Roberts? I think we should. I mean, her team won the West Coast Conference. They qualified in the regionals. They're going to the championships. And she recognizes the BYU Sports Nation Major karma proponent. so much. Major proponent of the BYU Sports Nation karma. How about yeah. the testimonial she gave? <laughs> we, need, we need that. We, we yes. need to do that on BYU TV. What can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? And have those one of those cheesy infomercials. For you. Yes. Which team not named Utah do BYU fans love to hate the most? Our elite tweet of the day. I love this. Clark for BYU. Does Utah count? And he spelled it E-W-E-T-A-H. Okay. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. That's why I said other than Utah. Hey, thanks to our guests, Mike Littlewood and Kerry Roberts. Don't forget the conversation continued 24-7 on Twitter. Download the podcast. Check out BYU TV on iTunes. Shout out to all y'all.